Timmy, I don't think I feel like you don't after eleven years you don't even know me. I don't. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. Cowboy Magic, Karen. So again, we always talk about Cowboy Magic and all the individual products, but what we really need to do is bring it all in, tie it all in at one time. So when performance counts, the top horses and the top riders use Cowboy Magic. They sure do. Like a little fellow named Boyd Martin. So his Olympic mount. Setzer leg. Yeah. And then you had, of course, the Maryland five-star winner, the USEA horse of the year, mayor of the year, and the USEA Advanced Finals winner, Karen. On cue? On cue. Everyone's favorite. So, if Do you it's think it's enough, the shampoo? It could be the shampoo, Karen. I think so. so. <laughs> That's the common denominator is the right? shampoo. So if it's good enough for Boyd, it's good enough for us. So tell us about the products, Karen. What do they carry? So for grooming, they have the Cowboy Magic Rosewater Shampoo and Conditioner, the Green Spot Remover, and the Shine In Yellow Out. Yeah, that's a favorite. Yes. And then for finishing, they have the Cowboy Magic Detangler and Shine, and also the Super Body Shine. Super Body Shine. That's what I use, Karen. <laughs> you know me, but that's why I get my That's shine. why you shine. That's why I shine like <laughs> a diamond. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, again, like we said, when performance counts, use Cowboy Magic. Thank you so much, Cowboy Magic, for your, your support over the years. And uh, for more information, go to CowboyMagic.com and shop at your favorite tax store. The organizers of the 2022 $50,000 Grand Prix Eventing Festival at Bruce's Field, presented by Taylor Harris Insurance Services, are excited to welcome everyone back to an event like no other. This year's Aiken Eventing Showcase will be jam-packed with action, and you won't want to miss a second of it. The Tokyo Olympic team, Philip Dutton, Boyd Martin, and Doug Payne, top U.S. riders like Liz Halday-Sharp, Buck Davidson, and Lauren Nicholson, along with a strong field of international riders that includes British Olympian and eventing legend William Fox Pitt, are all scheduled to compete. Come see all the greats in person March 4th and 5th. Or if you can't make the trip, tune into the live stream on Horse and Country TV. For more info and tickets, go to aikenhorsepark.org slash eventing. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have tons of of great products out there. Mm -hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. Triplecrownfeed.com. They have a great feed locator. They have a great feed comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. Fairfax in favor, Karen. You know, some people come up to me sometimes and they say, Rob, don't you get jealous that Karen gets all the Fairfax in favor stuff? And I say, fear not to the men. 
Yeah, they have men's too. Men's stuff. They're the yes. best men's stuff. Amazing men's stuff. So, Karen, what are some of the men's shoes that they carry? So, they have uh, the Nelson, which is a leather boot. They have the Trafalgar, which is another uh, ankle boot. They have the Sterling. I really like the Sterling. It's yeah, a lace-up like short ankle boot very cool very cool the benningfield loafers karen i love them yeah they, they got blue suede shoes karen they do and they That's have little tassels on oh, wait, them blue shade suede shoes karen and they, they have the edward which is a gilet for yeah. men a men's gilet for me karen <laughs> so very very cool we love fairfax in favor we sure do don't forget they can gift wrap Yes, so they, they can, can gift wrap when you want to buy for yourself. They can give you an alibi. Yeah, I was about ready to mention that. Yep, yep. Get your alibi. <laughs> Get your alibi at fairfaxinfavor.com. Treat yourself. Protect your horse this winter from the harsh winter elements with the Ice Turtle Blanket by Turtleneck. It has a breathable waterproof layering system with a three-year waterproof guarantee. And it comes with a heavy-duty waterproof storage bag. Yeah, so to learn more about the Ice Turtle by Turtleneck, go to turtleneck.biz for fitting instructions and temperature guidelines. This episode is brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. To learn more about Red and Goat, visit their Facebook and Instagram pages and go to redandgoatequestrian.com. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen. So... This is a very special episode today. Very special. We 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 strategically planned a special episode. Yes, we did. Yes. And the guests don't even know that this no, is special. No, they don't. So this is total 298 episodes, right? but our 200th interview. So welcome to the show. Returning guests, Dom and Jimmy Schramm. Welcome, guys. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're happy to be here for the 200th episode that or interview. Wow. That's crazy. That is a lot. Guys. Yeah, wow. yeah. So the 298 is like bonuses. News. Actually, this will be 299 because by the time this comes out, we'll do another news. Oh, okay. So bonuses, news, things like that. So, but our 200th, the show is about interviews. So our whole, you know, our our passion is about interviewing people, and so you're our 200th guest so to speak, or our 200 interviews. So. Well, we feel very honored. Thank you, guys. Listen, we deliberate. We had some pretty heavy hitters there, and we said yeah. we're putting Dom and Jimmy at number 200. We want it to be a fun episode. We want so. it to be a fun episode. I <laughs> 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 want it to be a fun episode. So thanks thanks a lot, guys, for coming on. We, we've uh, You guys have both been on. Dom, you've been on twice. Jimmy's been on, on twice, twice yeah. So we figured it's time to get you two both on together. So thanks a lot for doing this. This is a lot of fun for us. Of course, of course. Yeah. And happy Australia Day! Yeah, We're happy Australia, Australia Day! Yes, thank you. Yeah, no Australia Day. I'm. A, I gotta say, I'm a little tinge sad because we have a pretty cool Australia Day tradition um, for all of us, kind of uh, Aussie slash Americans that have moved here up in Aiken, but now we are Floridians now, so I'm not going to be there, but you know, it's uh, it's it, we all connected this morning and did our little text back and forth. So everyone's on the same page, but very cool. So I'm, I'm assuming you have like an oil can of Foster's and a meat pie. Is that what's going on? <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm not, I've, and I, I can't eat another pie. No. I, w- I wish that were true, honestly, except for the Foster's pot, because that's like a, uh, that's kind of like a, 
uh, a marketing gimmick. We actually don't drink Fosters in Australia. Um, we, it's like a, I don't know. I don't even know how that even happened. What? How did? I guess it's just a. I don't know. It was a it was a very clever marketing ploy that Foster's is somehow Australian for beer, even though we don't drink it in Australia. But well, I figured you go out to dinner at Outback and then you drink Foster's in Australia. That's what you guys do, right? <laughs> Normal, right? Yeah. It does. <laughs> so I'm just trying to get him stirred up real early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are coming to us via Zoom. Can you tell us exactly where you are? You said you're in Florida, but where at in Florida? Yes, we are in Wellington, Florida. And we are actually in our very good friend and um, dress us trainer's uh, house at the moment, uh, Nicholas Fife. And that's where we're staying um, while we're here. And um, yeah, we're we're in Welly World and we're actually really, really enjoying it. So yeah. How long how long are you there for the duration of your winter season or or what's the deal? I uh, wish. Yeah, we, we we came down um right at the beginning of the year. I think we got down here December 29th or so, and then we we're actually headed up to Ocala, Florida uh next week so we just really january was kind of the one that the month that made the most sense both for our schedule and then also for um uh, uh fifey's uh schedule and then the you know because the shows don't really get kicking off in in a calendar until february so we're heading up there uh yeah next monday or tuesday and then we'll do two months in ocala and then head home so so it's been just all dressage boot camp. Has there been any jumping at all, or is it just a? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we I mean, we've been jumping, but we went and had a lesson with uh, Peter Wild. Was that last week? Week yeah. before? Yeah, last week. Um, but yeah, no, we've been jumping the horses, and, and I mean, we did kind of come down here more for a dressage boot camp, but they are kind of getting back in the swing of things, so that we're ready to hit the ground running when we get to Ocala in February. Gotcha. So before we get too far, there's mm-hmm. there's going to be some questions. Uh, people know that you guys have had like a, uh, you basically lost a, a big part of your house or your whole house. You had a, you had a house fire uh, just after Christmas, just before the new year. Uh, I remember I was up in the middle of the night and I look at my phone and there's these pictures and it's Dom and I'm like, oh my God, uh, could you share that, you know, it, as much as you can about what happened, how you guys are and, huh. and just where we stand right now, just so everyone at home that's, that's hopeful. You know, we had people message us asking how you guys are doing, you know, uh, things like that. So if you can just share of course. the audience. Yeah. I mean, and first of all, I just want to say like, it was really kind of overwhelming how awesome people had been. Like we were just inundated with you know, messages and offers for help. And I mean, it was, it was kind of actually, it was, it was really, it was a really sort of shocking in a great way um, how how great people are in this community. So um, uh, yeah, we're we're fine, we're good, everyone's good, the animals are all good. Um, we were getting ready for our trip south. The horses had all gone on a commercial rig that day um, and got on. I think they left around noon, lunchtime, and then. They were, you know, making the trip down to Wellington. 
And um, I was going to be leaving with the truck and trailer with all the supplies and hay and all that stuff uh, the following day. So I flew down the day the horses left. Yeah. So, so I, I'd taken Jimmy to the airport uh, to, um, to, so that she could fly down and then meet the trailer once they arrived. So I had done that and come back to the house and uh, got in, you know, got to the house around eight o'clock or something at night. And so we have two fireplaces in, the, in our sort of fairly new house, like all new to us house. One's a propane one and one's a wood burning one. So I had a small, you know, fire going in the wood burning um, fireplace and, uh, uh, you know, just we've been there for a couple of hours. And, um, and then whilst I was there, it was probably around 1030, I was get, thinking about going to bed and, um, all of a sudden I'm sort of hearing like a weird noise, uh, in kind of coming from how to describe it. You know, when you imagine a, you know, most people have, who have a wood burning fireplace, you, you sort of have the, the fire box in which the, the, the fire's in and then kind of the, the face of the fireplace. Um, the sound sounded like it was coming from behind the fireplace, if that makes sense. And so it wasn't like popping. It wasn't like the wood. It was, it almost sounded like it dripping. And I was like, that's weird. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary. And I could keep hearing it. And I was thinking to myself, oh boy, I hope that's not uh, like a pipe or, you know, you know, because what goes through your head? You're like, oh, geez, maybe a water pipe's busted or something. So I go down into the basement and um, just to make sure, and I and I go right to where the fireplace is below the basement, and I can still hear the noise, the dripping, but it's not obviously happening in the basement. So I go back upstairs. By the time I get back upstairs, it's getting louder, and um, I wasn't still didn't know what it was. The fire in the fireplace is just normal, and um, but it's a little unsettling. And at this point, I'm like, okay, this is strange. I'm not really quite comfortable with whatever's going on. So I go to grab, a, we have a small fire extinguisher in the barn. So I run out there to go grab it, come back in. By this point, the, um, the dripping is really loud. And uh, the, the dripping sound, I should say, was really loud. So I, um, I, at, this was where I made a good decision. It didn't feel like a good decision at the time, um, but I dialed 911. And because, um, you know, like I don't want to be the guy that's calling the, the, the poor fire department, the volunteer fire department for like some nothing thing, right? But either way, I get on the line with them and I'm simultaneously trying to work the freaking uh, fire, fire extinguisher out, which should seem like a real straightforward thing to do. But um, I'm like, and I'm on the phone with a girl and she's like, what's your emergency? I'm like, well, it's not really an emergency, but I got this weird thing going on with the damn fire. I'm going to put it out, but it's probably no big deal. So as I get the fire extinguisher uh, like popped open and spray the fire down, get the fire out. Well, as I'm on the phone with her, the fire is extinguished, but then I see through the little cracks of the, of the, um, like the front of the fireplace, I see there's flames like behind where the actual um, fire is contained, like like it's behind the fireplace that I can't get to. 
And now I'm really freaked out because now, and then the dripping, the dripping sounds getting louder and, and I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, oh boy, okay. I see flames where they're not supposed to be. This is not good. And she's like, do you see any flames on the house? I'm like, well, no. So I poke my head outside and I start seeing smoke coming out from in between where the chimney meets the house, um, you know, which is now we're in full on panic mode. Um, and I'm telling her, like, I don't see flames on the house. And she's pretty, she's pretty relaxed at this point. And then it was like right at that moment, all of a sudden, like flames just went whoompa right up the side of the house. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, the house is catching fire. And, and, uh, and she's like, you know, so I'm sort of, I don't even know what I said to her, honestly, because at this point, I'm trying to like, the first thing I did was, I, I mean, it was just me and Vegemite, um, my, my dog, uh, our dog, uh, the little long head whippet. Um, show quality whip it. I, I immediately grabbed a hold of him and I took him out to the front door and shut the door. I wanted him to make sure he was out of the house. <clears throat> and I'm in my jocks at this point. And um, so I'm. Um, Typical. Yeah. Well, no one else was home. I thought, it, I mean, I'm supposed to be in my jocks. It was enjoying a nice fire. It was like 30 degrees outside yeah, it wasn't 30 you know, degrees. put a pair of sweatpants well, on it wasn't 30 degrees when i was sitting in front of this nice warm fireplace which is now obviously out of control <clears throat> um so either way so i get i'm on the phone with her i tell her and so now i'm thinking well shit what do i do here like how am i supposed to put this fire out and um so the first thing i remember i need to get a, a hose and you know it, this was the I think 27th or 28th of December. So um, I remembered I had a long hose not far from the back of the house that we'd been using for um, like filling up the water troughs. Um, but because it was freezing that night, I, every night I would use it and I would undo it and I'd hang one up, end up in the tree there so that it would drain out, right? So I'm outside and I'm like in the dark. And now by this point, I see the flames are starting to go up the outside of the house. And so I'm like panicking. I'm running around trying to get the, the, the hose. I eventually find it. I fish the hose out of the tree and I'm dragging it over and towards the house. And, and then the problem I had then was I didn't realize where the, um, the spigot was on the side of the house because I actually had never used any of the outside spigots around our house. And we have like, there's a, um, some like bushes and gardens, garden yeah, beds so. around. And so now, and this is just the worst. I mean, I've I got to tell you, this was one of the worst parts of it. As you can see what's happening. And uh, I knew the fire department was, I already called them, but like you can see it starting and it just seems like everything's just going in slow motion. And now I'm digging around in the, on the side of the house trying to figure out where the dang spigot is and find one and get the hose put on and turn the turn the faucet on and trying to and then I realize there's a kink somewhere and it's in the dark and it just is a just a I mean that was it was awful and eventually get the, the, the water going and by this point I mean it was pretty much doing nothing. I, I was spraying it with water but it's already up to the second, you know, it's kind of gone out of the chimney and gone up the side of the house and it was up into the second floor getting on the roof and and uh you know I wasn't really getting much accomplished with my little you know, hose, but, um, you know, then eventually, thank goodness, the, uh, the Cochranville uh, fire department showed up, um, and, uh, which is a volunteer fire department. And, 
then it seemed like every fire department in Chester County showed up. There was there was fire trucks and whatever. They actually ended up uh, at the end of it all. When all was said and done, there was four different uh, companies came. They got a they got a they had to run nine hundred feet of supply line because we have a long um, driveway, and they got that thing run and like they were just so professional. Um, they would just seem like the, all these people just appeared out of nowhere, um, and they immediately got the fire um, on the outside of the house under control pretty fast. But the problem was, was by the time they got that under control, it was actually inside the roof space and it was working its way across the roof. Um, but there was, I think, I can't remember, I, I may be misquoting here, I think it was a Christiana, uh, it was either Christiana or Gap um, fire department had a big ladder truck and they got up there on the ladder and they got the, you know, they got the into the roof space, managed to get that before the whole house. That we were about, they told me we were about four to five minutes away from the whole roof, like really getting going, in which point the, the, the house probably would have been a total loss. Like it was just a few minutes um, from them being able to kind of get it under control to the point of it being like a, you could barely save it. And we were also lucky there was no wind. Um, so the rest is all kind of a blur um, as far as, you know, they were going through the house. They, you know, the, the fire department's main job is to make sure that it's not going to catch fire again. So they, they have these heat guns where they, they look in the walls um, and make sure there's no hot spots and they've got axes and they're cutting the walls open and they're, you know, trying to find anywhere. They're spraying the, everything with water and um, they were total professionals. It was hard to watch. I won't lie. Like it was a, it was a terribly, um, you know, this is nothing you can do. Um, and I, you know, Jimmy wasn't there and, uh, you know, so I just felt terrible. Um, but, um, either way, all was said and done. We got the, the, they, they got the fire under control. Um, and, uh, no animals, no people. It was all, you know, fairly minor as far as, you know, big picture stuff. Um, at the the next day, pretty much um, the bottom wall of, of the downstairs, which is kind of like our living room, um, is wrecked, and then uh, the whole upstairs. It kind of went up the the wall where our closet and our master bedroom was. Um, and I didn't realize this, but a big problem with these house fires is not so much even the burn damage, but it's the smoke and soot. Um, and then obviously the water damage, you know, they got to spray everything with water. And so between those three things, um, you know, the smoke kind of gets into everything and the soot gets in everything. So the whole upstairs pretty much has to be stripped down. We need a new roof. Uh, it, the whole upstairs is getting stripped down to the studs. Half of the downstairs um, is going to get torn out. And then, um, you know, like, all the mattresses, anything that's got like material, clothes, mattresses, all that stuff, um, all has to be either cleaned or replaced. So um, where we are at right now, the good news is, is that um, so far the insurance has all been, they've been good. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we did, the, there's not been any sort of snags there. And then now it's just the process of, you know, you've got to kind of cross your T's and dot your I's and, um, they're about to start with like the demoing. They've kind of got most of the debris and stuff cleaned up and they're about to start demoing and they think it's going to be sort of somewhere from six to nine months. Um, 
mostly because of supply chain issues, you know, with windows and stuff like that. that, It turns out it's weird. It's not a good time to um, (laughs) be trying to to rebuild or do anything of this nature, which everyone in the whole entire world knows, but, you know, Um, it's fine. Either way. Um, So, uh, yeah. So as far as are we okay? Yes, we're okay. We're in Florida. We're riding our horses, and that's great. Um, and the the house is, you know, it's getting handled, and um, What's and, that? and that's that. And we're, you know, it's as far as we're concerned. Yes, it's it's been a bit of a I won't lie, it's a pain in the ass, and um, and it's going to be a bit of a disruption as far as trying to like we're trying to juggle that on top of everything else that we had planned for this year, but. In the big picture, things it's just the house. It can be fixed, and you know it'll be a, just a another chapter in the in the big story. So, hmm. big wow. story. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's very scary. Ah, no. hey, if it makes you feel any better, we have another set of friends that had a chimney fire, <laughs> yeah. and Jimmy, her husband, sleeps naked. So when he came out of the house, he was bone naked. So <laughs> you got you know you yeah, way better. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess that makes me feel better. <laughs> and Dom, by the time I saw Dom the next day, he had pants on. He was fully dressed. So, yeah, there you go. I'm so really thankful. Organized. I'm very thankful now <laughs> that, that he found a pair of jeans to throw on. Oh, what a mess! What a mess. I mean, I haven't even I haven't even seen it yet. You know, because I, I landed in Florida and got a text message from my neighbor's phone number saying it's dumb you need to call me you know and i'm like oh great what the hell could have happened now we we you know it, in that packing process and getting ready to go and our truck was in the shop too so i was like oh this could be anything but it was a little weird that he was contacting me from my from the neighbor's phone and um and i literally it was like landing still on the plane and he called me and he just hysterical about mm. this fire whatever and i basically was like well what am i gonna do i'm in, <laughs> I'm in florida these horses are gonna be here in five hours so here we go you know but i i haven't had a chance to go up there but i think to be honest i'm i'm glad i haven't seen it and i'm glad that i wasn't there because i think it would have it would have knocked me around a little bit more than not being there yeah and you guys have a long long driveway and you have pasture on both sides. Like, was that was that tough for the trucks getting down? And or were they able? To, like, I mean, when you talk about the, the the you know all the different trucks and all. Oh, they they the, there was there was emergency vehicles from the house all the way down the driveway and like on the road. I mean, it was unbelievable how many people showed up. And like I said, I can't thank them enough. The the especially the Cochranville Fire Company. It's a completely volunteer um fire company as a matter of fact like it had such an impact watching them do it like i'd be very i know i know another actually uh, uh, another horsey guy in our area the master of the cheshire hunt um ivan dowling is is uh got involved with the volunteer fire department i think it's gonna something i'll be pursuing when i get back because i mean just to know that these guys were so good they were so fast and they're all volunteers i mean it was it was really great and i mean um I just, yeah, I can't, I can't thank them enough. All the neighbors that came out, you know, our neighbors, the Hickses and Troy and Wendy door over there. Um, you know, they were just, they, everybody was so, so. Oh, sorry. I have a little internet issue or something. 
Uh, sorry, I was getting a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, well, we're just we're both super happy yeah. that you guys are okay. That everything's yeah. going to rebuild and we're good to go. So, and, I, and I'm sure that everyone at home listening, you know, is 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 glad to hear that as well. And th- thanks for sharing that. And uh, yeah, thanks for those volunteer firefighters. Yeah, right. The fire department's not too far from your place, thank goodness. But man, oh man, to think yeah, they got to get from their home and 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 over there is just crazy, incredible. So, uh, so let's talk about a little bit more brighter stuff. So the the the. What you know? Let, let's talk about the horses that you guys got going. You guys have some pretty cool stuff. So can we get a little update on the horses and 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 maybe if you guys have um, you know some plans for for what you guys have? I know uh, you know Bowley, and then uh, we had the the the, the, the Eclair. Eclair, the puff pastry. So we have a lot of a lot of horses to catch up with. So can you guys give us uh, a little update on your yeah. horses? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go first. Um, the the puff is doing good. She's, you know, coming off of her first uh, four long at, from Tryon, and um, I think she was fourth or fifth there, so that was really great for her. And I think, uh, you know, our big goal this year is to try and do another four long at Bromont and do a do a Derek DeGrazia course since we've kind of done a few of Mark's so um, Mark Phillips courses, so we're going to try and do a different one. And just um, make sure that we're ready to tackle a five star. So I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if we'll make it to Maryland in the fall or not. I think I'm just trying to get her to Bromont and be successful there, and then we'll kind of see how that feels. And if she needs to do another four long, she might need to. And um, if that's the case, you know, I might try and go overseas and do something or. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm trying not to think too, too far ahead. You know, I just going to try to, to June and get one more four long done. So her qualifications are done and then go from there. But, um, she's doing great and she's, you know, her normal bitey, but sweet self. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have another young horse too, who I haven't had out all that much, but, um, I think you guys might've seen him a big chestnut horse. Uh, his name's Jack. Um, Castletown Cooley is his uh, competition name, but I got him, um, would be a year and a little bit ago. And, um, he, his world was quite small to, to be fair to him. And, and I didn't really think about it that much. He really had only competed at two different venues in Ireland. He'd done a lot at those two venues. He'd show jumped a lot, but that's really all the only places he had been. Um, and at the time we didn't have a ring at our place. So we were hacking up to Boyd's to ride. So I get this horse over from Ireland and I'm so excited to ride this thing. Oh, I mean, he's an incredible horse. Really? He's a real athletic, good jumper, good mover. Like. Yeah. Really excited. You know, six, he had just turned, I guess he was still five then. And, um, I get to Boyd's and I'm, t- I fell off him the first day at Boyd's. <laughs> oh, no. Fell off him again the next day at Boyd's in the dressage ring. And then I was like, screw this. I'll go to the jump ring. Fell off him again, the jump ring. And I was like, okay, let's take this down a notch. I'm going to stick to the round pin for a little bit. Um, and it's really not his fault. He just, there's so much to see there. And I think he just, just like sensory overload, you know, and kind of was had a, had a flight animal sort of response to most things. So. Um, you know, I, and so he would kind of like buck and spin me off. And that was kind of the end of that. Um, 
but we we worked through a lot of that. He competed, you know, novice level most of the season last year, and had a win, right? Yeah, had a win. He had a couple of silly things here or there, but he's figuring it out. Most of them are pilot errors. I had I missed a jump at plantation, and yeah, you know, just stupid stuff. Um, but he's he's turning out to be a really really special horse, and he's been thriving down here uh, in Wellington. I've been I got to ride him with Peter and. Um, with Peter Wild, and then I actually spent two days and rode him with Peter Gray, and I've ridden him with um, Nicholas, and you know everyone's given me the, the two thumbs up. So um, you know we'll just keep pushing and see see where he goes this year. So I'm excited about him too. Hopefully he'll he'll kind of move up to training level here. I think this winter, and then if I can get get him to preliminary by the end of the year, I think that'd be great for him. Yeah. yeah. Dom's got quite a few horses. Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, I have uh, Bowley and I actually, I have three mares that uh, I ride. Unfortunately, one of the mares, one of my favorites, actually, little uh, Ellie, she's a little Irish, little firecracker Irish thoroughbred that um, is owned by Saya Samoylenko from Massachusetts. And uh, she was actually second in the four year olds at Dublin, just a real super horse. Um, everything was going great with her. She'd been successfully gone training right on the cusp of probably moving up the preliminary. And she unfortunately got a fungal eye infection down here um, and had to have surgery on it. So she's still in the clinic right now, which has kind of put a bit of a spanner in the works for her season. Um, but uh, either way, I have two other mares, uh, Quadracana is one and, and Dawnbreaker both owned by uh, syndicates and they're, they're super mares. Um, uh, Dawn, they're also best friends. Yeah, they are. So Dawnbreaker, <laughs> a.k.a. Wilma, um, I think won four or five trainings in a row the last uh, couple shows. So she's she was um, she got a little bit kind of messed up with COVID and all that stuff, like her, the timing um, of that. So I just kept her at training. Um uh, at the end of last year, she'll be ready to move up to preliminary uh, here soon, um, and uh, try to get her to a two star uh, this uh, this spring. Um, lovely horse, I think she had one of the best training. I think I yeah. saw she was like fourth best training level dressage test in the world last year. So she's very flash. I mean, she's she's a little quirky, but we're we're good friends now. I think, and and uh, I'm becoming more like sort of in tune with what she needs. Quadricana is like sort of uh, the teacher's pet. Um, I've had her since she was a four-year-old, very closely related to uh, Fisher Ricana. Um, just a super horse, probably the smartest, easiest horse. I mean, a chimpanzee could ride her. She's <laughs> so sweet, so talented. Um, she was did, just had a good result. At, um, she got a ribbon at a, at a two-star at Stableview last fall and did real well at, uh, at uh, Tryon. And so... Her goal would be a three-star in at Bromont this spring, um, back up to intermediate. She's done a few intermediates already, but she's just a – I mean, I don't think any – I think you could know nothing about horses and watch her go and think she's just the bee's knee. She's just so great. And then obviously my big uh, horse, Bolly Tebbi, um, who had a, a very good fall season, was uh, second at Bromont and second at Stableview and then was 15th at Maryland. Um, he is we, a big part of why we wanted to spend this time down here in Wellington was to work on our dressage, not just for Jimmy and I, but specifically uh, Eclair and Bolly. 
and uh, it's been great. And I'm so lucky. Uh, Fifey, Nicholas, my uh, good friend, our dressage trainers, he's so in tune with what these horses need and is very sympathetic to the fact that they have very difficult jobs. Um, Bolly's really been thriving down here and we've been, you know, what historically the hard part has been the canner work. He He's an intense guy and um between you know just his when he gets fit and when he gets fired up and the flying changes um it's been progressively getting better but i really know that in order for us to go to that next level we really need to knock sort of five or six percent off that test and it it pretty much all is in the canter um because you know he's been very competitive if you look at his scores up until the, the whole rain back and we get into that canner, he's been very competitive at the last few five stars. So that's really what we've been focusing on. And um, I'm pleased to report it's been going really well. Uh, he, I had a lesson today where he's never felt better. So I'm really excited. And uh, and his plan would be to go to badminton for third time's a charm. Um, that's been cancelled the last two years. And then um, if that goes well, then we – We've sort of put our hands up to be um, uh, considered for going to Pratini, um for the Aussies. And so, yeah, I mean, one thing at a time. I've got to just go to badminton and have a good show there. And then, you know, if that goes well, then who knows? So, yeah, they're all, as far as that's concerned, they're, they're all feeling really good. So, wow. That's exciting. <clears throat> that's super exciting. And the Dawnbreaker, you say she's really good at dressage. I mean, she's. All right, you know, she scored a 14-3. If you think you know, 14-3 come on. is good. <laughs> yeah, if she can get a if she can get a 14-3 with me on her back, that tells you how freaking fancy. I'm telling you, she's a freak. She's a good girl. She's was a good girl. She, was she the one in training at Radnor that I saw? Did you take her yeah. to Radnor? Yep, yep, you would have seen her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was in Joe's Joe's division. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her go and I was like, well, there, there goes dressage. <laughs> Let's hope she can't jump. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's a pretty nice horse. I'm very lucky. I'm very, I'm very fortunate. We've, we've got some great people that have gotten involved on some of these horses with us. And I mean, our, our, we, we may not have a massive operation You know, it's fairly small and focused, but because of these, um, great people. We've got a couple of really nice horses. And I think that's the main thing. You know, our focus has been on quality and then trying to do the best job we can by them. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know, it's fun cause we've, we, we've, we've seen you guys come along. You know, we, you know, we didn't know you early, early on, but we've known you guys for quite a while now. And we've seen you definitely come. Your businesses has grown your horsepower's Definitely come a long mm-hmm. way, and it's just it's we're thrilled for you guys. You know, we really are. So, yeah. Uh, hey, and I gotta say before I forget, we gotta thank Jimmy for one other thing that's off the off the beaten path here. But I just gotta say, what's that? Well, well, when we had Lucian Elms on, oh. she was kind of, I guess she was a little iffy about coming on the show, so she calls her friend Jimmy and says, "You know who these characters are?" and then, <laughs> Jimmy put the word in for us. So if it wasn't for that, we would have never met Lucy. So yeah, yeah, we're actually our horses are at her place down here. Um, so we ride with her every day. It's yeah, really she's fun. they they but her and Mark both have been really good friends to us in a, in many different ways. So yeah. yeah, they've been they've been really fun to hang out with. 
Yeah. Well, tell, tell, tell her we said hello. Yeah, definitely. I was just I like, later on, I get a message from Jimmy. He says, hey, <laughs> I just I just told you guys are great. I'm like, ah, she didn't tell us. She, I wonder how many people we reach out to, like, call around to see if we're legit or not. What did they find? Thanks for Jimmy for lying, telling them that we were legit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, we're super happy. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All right. So we're going to go ahead and have some more fun. We're going to do quick okay. fire questions. Quick fire questions. Which I do remember this was Jimmy's favorite thing to do on her episode. She she she, wanted, she, she said I she wanted I... to do a whole episode of quick fire questions. <laughs> it would be so fun. I feel, I feel like she's like setting a trap. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> but this quick fire questions is actually going to be a not so newlywed edition. And hey. it's being brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. So yeah. get your insulated winter jumpsuit by going to redandgoatequestrian.com. All right. So the not so newlywed. Not game. so newlywed. All right. Here but we you guys go. been married, what, 10 years now? 11. 11. 11. That should have been a quick fire question to see oh, who, <laughs> who can answer first. Dom did have a, he kind of coattailed her answer like a little bit. <laughs> 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 All right. So, what we did, we went back to both of your episodes. All right. So, no. yeah. Oh, wow. We're going to see uh-huh. if, okay. So, Dom, if Jimmy was yes. not an inventor, what would she be instead? This is hard. Oh, Jimmy man. You Do you remember your answer, Jimmy? <laughs> I think, uh, what did I say? I think that Not I... Not what did you say. It's what did I say. What would Jimmy... What? Yeah, what would Jimmy be? I know what you said. <laughs> did I, what, is, okay, give me a hint. Is what I said the first time wrong? No, babe. He doesn't understand the question clearly. This was my episode. Oh. And they're asking you what I said on my oh. episode. Oh, man. I'm going to fail this badly. Um, I think she would have said, um, did she say she wanted to be involved with like a record label? Yes. Yes. Look at you. Woo. Well All done. Right. Very good. Jimmy had so not- no, no faith in <laughs> Be clear here. She doesn't think I'm going to get any of these. No, so. that's not true. That's not true. Okay. No. He's right. he's better at it than I am, honestly. All right. So, Jimmy, what did Dom say? So, Dom always tells me that if he wasn't riding horses, that he wants to work in the back of a feed store and be the feed delivery guy. No. Dom's hey, up one nothing. <laughs> Wow, this thing took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> what do you say? I think I, I did. I say I wanted to be a professional video game uh, player, streamer. No, no. what no. did I? No, you wanted to source horses in Europe. Oh yeah, no, that's that's actually a very serious answer. Wow. <laughs> oh, I did. I thought it hadn't. It couldn't be with horses. Okay, I, but I still wouldn't have said that. Okay. I would have. <laughs> what he always says. Dom's okay. interview, he was he was in a layover, oh, on the yeah, way to yeah, a clinic, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. kind of funny. So we Dom had the was in the airport. In the background. Yeah, fun stuff. All right, so Jimmy, what is Dom's superstitions at an event? 
Damn, this is good. Yeah, this is good, Karen. You've really, you've got her cornered now. She doesn't know what to do. No, um, you don't have superstitions at events, but we have kind of a running joke because he always loses his tie. So we're always hunting for his tie. No. What? <laughs> you don't even have any. What did he say? I think he was lying on your episode. <laughs> he says he will not show jump with braids in. That's not even a superstition, though. He does that because he thinks the, it, the horses jump better so they can stretch their necks. Which I still stand by that. But yes, that would be. <laughs> Jimmy, I, don't th- I feel like you don't, after 11 years, you don't even know me. I don't. <laughs> All right. So, Dom, what is Jimmy's? Oh shoot! Um, You'll get it. She's very funny about her whip, uh, which. Uh, hang on! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me just make sure I haven't missed anything here. I don't think she has like favorite underwear or socks or anything. Um, I'm gonna go with whip. I think she she has the favorite whip that she would never let you. No. no. Jimmy, do you remember what you said? I think it's about my belt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, different belt for every phase. So now where are we I at? Did we t- at that, I did at that point have a, a different belt for every phase. And um my C4 belt that I used to use for cross country broke. So that had changed <laughs> but um now i pretty much just wear the same belt i still have the same one that i wear for everything and you also said no ear bonnet for eclair well we're back in those so <laughs> <laughs> if this is what i'm working with is a moving target every day <laughs> all right so far dom one jimmy nothing no, she, she, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. So. Karen's keeping score. Keeping score. All right. So, Dom, what did Jimmy say? Yes. Who is a better rider? Well, she's a very, uh, she's a very kind person. So I would say that she would say, me but i still i would still say that she would probably have made a point that we would be better at different things very good yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's knocking it out of the park <laughs> <laughs> and she left him hanging he wanted a high five and she left him hanging she's getting sour <laughs> all right jimmy you're up you're up i honestly think he would have said a very similar answer. Normally he says that, um, like I'm very diligent about my position and, um, the way that I ride and, you know, he's stronger maybe in the cross country phase or, um, about being, I guess, more effective. Is that even close? Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 He said that, he envies your position. There, oh, oh, so high five you when she gets it right. This is how it is. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go off of that. And fresh questions. Who's a better cook? 
a better cook. Oh, yeah. easy. Dom, a hundred percent. That's me right here. <laughs> well, it's easy. It's easy to be better when you do ninety percent of the cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so ninety percent. Ninety percent. You broke up a little bit there. Ninety percent. You do ninety percent. I, I said it's easy to be better when you do ninety percent of the cooking. All right, all there right, we go. There Their we internet go. was a little broke up yeah. there, but we get you. She does all. <laughs> does it all. All right. Now, you guys. Now, did, and for the record, no, I'm what? a house husband. I, yeah, I'm yeah, a house husband. Yeah, I, I do most of the cooking yeah, and all that, but I'm yeah. usually, I'm home for dinner time. Yep. So, but, so, hey, I do my 90%. I'm a better cook, too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I got a weird look, so I guess that's not the case. Okay. Somebody's going to be hungry tomorrow <laughs> from dinner time. All right. Uh, who can back up the trailer better? <laughs> Dom. Wow. Now, to be fair, can I I'm just... I'm getting better. Actually, Jimmy is... I taught Jimmy everything that I know about back in the trailer. And it is actually... I will... And I'm not trying to be a douche about this, but I'm actually pretty good at it. Yes. I also didn't go to college. So if anyone thinks it's like a super impressive thing... I'm like, well, yeah, I also didn't go to school. I was backing up horse trailers. So, yeah, let's see what's more impressive. But I learned everything I know about backing a horse trail from my mom, who is like literally the master. And I tried to impart that information onto Jimmy. And she knows it all. And she can actually do it. She just chooses to make me do it all the time. That's true. It gives me anxiety. You can do it just fine. I see a lot of parallels here between these two, Karen, and another couple I know. Yeah, (laughs) I prefer him to back up. (laughs) Like Jimmy's never going to be that girl that's like stuck somewhere that can't do it, or 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 guy or whoever. Like I've seen guys and girls struggle with it, but I mean, like she's never going to be like helpless. Like I can't get out of this situation. She could do it no problem. She just doesn't want to do it. I just don't like to. It sounds like my wife. Yeah, <laughs> she's perfectly capable, but would too. rather not. Okay. I feel like everyone's watching me when I back up. Uh, nobody's it's, watching you. Yeah, yeah. The one time I thought no one was watching, the neighbor was watching, and he started cheering me on and mess me up. They cheered me on too when I was learning how to drive the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, why did people do that? That's why God gave you the middle finger. You just <laughs> flash on the bird. You know? <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I think Dom won, though. Well done, Dom oh, Shram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimmy thought for sure she you were going to get a zero and flunk out. I know out of she it. was so confident. Uh, not, oh, I got one, but like that's bad. Yeah, I just feel like you don't even know Jimmy. So a little disappointed, Jimmy. I am a little disappointed. I just um, I just. Can't believe I only got one right. I thought I was going to do a lot better than that. Hmm. I'm a bad wife. Looks like someone's a little more observant than what they first thought, huh? Clearly. <laughs> well, look, it's Australia Day, so he has the extra cosmic yeah. help. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> Get a free pass on today. Thanks, right? Rob. I appreciate <laughs> it. On the 4th of July, we'll do it again, and it'll be your go. You'll, you'll have the good karma. Okay. Love that. <laughs> All the sun doesn't want to do it the whole episode anymore. <laughs> I still want to do that. That'd be fun. 
Awesome. I'm still into that idea. Uh, funny, funny. So listen, we should probably start winding this thing yeah. down, Karen. You guys are you guys have been fantastic. Um with with just the last you know few minutes, we always like to just ask about uh sponsors and supporters that you guys might want to shout out to anybody. Yeah, for sure. Um actually I think last time when we talked to you guys, we sort of highlighted the sponsors and we have I mean, incredible sponsors, but um, we really wanted to take uh, some time to um, sort of publicly thank the people, like the the, the people the at crew. Our, the crew. The, the tram fam. Yeah, we sort of have a large tram fam that helps support us and the horses. Um, and we have the, the Demas, Dana and Manny, um, who are like some of our oldest friends in this country well especially yeah. since i moved here um susan and randy anway um uh, sharon and john Scholl, carol and randy kozlowski um bill and, and ingville bill and ingville ramberg um uh, don and anita cook um lacy cloud lacy cloud um, I'm trying to Mark and Lucienne. Mark and Lucienne have been uh, Janet and Kurt Gieselman and Connor Gieselman. Um, Nancy and Todd Thomas. Nancy and Todd Thomas. I mean, my parents. <laughs> yeah, my parents too. I mean, um, we just got so many awesome people. The Tish T. Luck, who's a who's been a great client and student and, and asset owner. to our families yeah. with us every day amanda um, amanda roberts who helps with with bolly ted b i mean we just got so many awesome people that have come on board um uh, christina oh christina mutray i mean this is this is how lucky we are there's so many people that are helping us out it's you know it it just it's such a I mean, you guys know it's a tough sport and it's, there's so many, you know, um, there's so many things that can happen and it's expensive. And so to have people kind of on your team and, and to support you, it's just a huge honor. So not to mention too, they're just all really fun people to hang out with. We are so blessed in that way, you know, and, um, then they love the horses and happen to love me and Dom for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah it's they're we're so lucky and thankful yeah yeah so this is the the shout out is for all those all those people that help us keep these horses going because that without them we just literally we just can't we can't do it so i love it Mm. that's wonderful yeah it is that's beautiful yeah and I just think that's the greatest thing. That's the great part of the sport too. Is it's it's it, it, we you know we do these interviews week after week after week, and we always hear about the different people that are supporting the riders. And I think it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So mm-hmm. I think that's great that you guys shared that. Hey, and one before I get to the very very last question, is there anything? Is there any openings for more syndicates or horses for sale or any anything like that? Or do you guys need any help or anything like that? We always like to, we I kind of glossed over that thing. But um, is there anything going on there that you want to share that uh, people can contact you about? Yeah, no, we have we have um, we have shares of differing sizes of, uh, or differing um, commitments on all of those, or pretty much all of those horses, um, and any future horses. So I mean, I think sometimes with with the syndicates, you know, it's a 
we felt like it's a good way for people to be involved and it. it's a little more measured. Like you're not going to sign on for something you don't know. Like, okay, if you own a whole horse, well, one month might be okay and the next month might be a doozy. The good thing about syndicates is, is you kind of know what you're in for um, and you can still kind of be a part of it. Uh, and we have uh, syndicate shares that sort of vary from, you know, sort of fairly small to fairly significant um, and so, yeah, no, and, and we have some great horses and we're also got other horses and, and potential stars always coming down the pipeline. So, yeah, I mean, if, if anyone was interested, we have several different options in it. We, we kind of like, we have such a, uh, um, a, a smorgasbord of nice horses that are very different characters and we kind of like for people to sort of get to know them and think which one is more you know, like, like people have like their, you know, they kind of get favorite or get a horse that they kind of get drawn to. And we kind of like that to sort of happen organically. So very cool. Yeah, it is. How about help? Are you guys good on help or do you guys need any help out there? Oh, we're, we're great on help. We just got two amazing girls from um, South Africa. They just got here two days ago. And um, yeah, we're, how, we're how thrilled. How do you score South Africans? They found um, us, honestly. We um uh, we put a post up on Instagram about needing help and having uh job availability and they commented and said, Would you take two South African girls? And I just wrote them back privately and I said, Absolutely, let's talk. And that was kind of that. And they showed up and they've been brilliant. So we're we're stoked. And we're not we're not letting our little South African um our little South African uh, in, we're not letting that slip because these girls are great. So there you go, very cool. Awesome. Who'd have known? Who'd have known the South <laughs> Africa would be like your little working student pool? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're absolutely brilliant. And on that note, real quick, before one last thing, before a little self promotion, we just started a kind of a help wanted thread on the Major League Eventers group mm-hmm. for professionals looking for help paid and working and also people looking for work. So, you know, if anyone's wants to hop on the member, you know, you'll see a big help wanted side. That's it. It's official. It's a pin to the top. So we're hoping we build that out. And then it's like just a resource in one spot where people can go and, yeah. and find that. So any South Africans out there looking for work, you know, check that. Out. <laughs> so, so last question, just how to, uh, you know, what's the handles again for people to find you guys on social and, and how, what's the best way to contact you guys? The Shram Equestrian on Facebook, and then I think I'm at Dom Shram, and I think you're what are you at Jimmy H Shram on Instagram? Um, yeah, I, I've I've got to I'll be honest. I cause I sort of was such a shit stirrer on Facebook. I've sort of taken a little bit of a step back from that, but I like posting stuff about the horses and 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 things like that. And then I know Jimmy's Jimmy's I'm active. Yeah, Jimmy's very active. So. <laughs> Is there any shit you want to stir before you leave the podcast? Is there anything on your chest you want to get I off your chest? So I, I mean, I don't want to get myself in any hot water, so we'll we'll save that for another day. But no, no, I, everything everything's good. We're we're I think we're all in a in a good place. And on that note, as we finish up, I just want to. I probably am speaking on behalf of a lot of people. We're very appreciative of what you guys are doing at Major League. We think it's a great thing, and. You know, anything that's promoting the sport, promoting the people and the horses behind it, letting allowing people an insight into looking, kind of learning more about what goes on, it's a good thing. So thank you so much.
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or your favorite podcast app. Cheers! Cheers!